In the word, God says, Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourself with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, and humility. And leading with kindness is not a weakness. It's actually a strength. So as women of faith in leadership, God calls us to lead with kindness and to change the trajectories of people's lives by being kind and not authoritarian and not the opposite of kind. So in this episode, we'll delve deeper into what God has to say about leading with kindness. And I look forward to being his instrument and sharing his word with you. As Christian women in leadership, we often find ourselves struggling with the balance between implementing faith-based leadership principles and the worldly perspectives of our colleagues and team members. You once felt passionate about leadership, but have often come up against people with fixed mindsets who are unwilling to change. You feel like giving up and stepping out of your leadership role because is it really worth it? Friend, you're in the right place. Here we're not only going to talk about the challenges, we're going to tackle them head on with a faith-based approach that's both practical and empowering. So, if you're ready to transform your leadership journey, to set boundaries that make a real impact, and to create a workplace culture where both you and your team can thrive, then join me in uncovering the strategies, wisdom, and godly guidance that will lead you to success. I'm Rekha Whelan, and welcome to the Woman of Faith in Leadership podcast. Together, we're going to navigate leadership with faith as our foundation. Let's get started. Grab your coffee or water, keep that notebook and pen handy, and let's jumpstart your leadership. Now, very quickly before the episode starts, I'd like to request that you fill out a survey for me. I'd like to find out where does everybody hang out, which social social media platform. I've got a very deep desire to connect with all my listeners. I've got listeners in about 40 different countries, so that is amazing. And I'd like to just connect with all of you. We've got some people, we've got 13 people actually on the Facebook group. And I'd just like to connect with more of you. So if you want to fill out the survey and let me know where you hang out, and maybe we can create a group around that. Maybe we can see where everybody else is at. But yeah, just a one question survey where you can say, where do you basically hang out on social media? And then there is a second question that's optional. Why haven't you joined the Facebook group yet? So I'm just very curious, very curious to find out why that is. And um, if it is it a time thing? Is it, a, is it that you just don't need that community? Um, don't you, you felt like you haven't connected with me? I just really want some honesty. And I won't take it personal, I promise. <laughs> I'm just God's instrument and I want to pour into you and into your life so that means to me as well connecting with you outside of this podcast because this is a bit of a one-way one-sided conversation and i'd love for they it to be for it to be a two-way conversation ephesians 1 verse 8 says he has showered his kindness on us along with all wisdom and understanding so the way i interpret this Bible verse is that kindness, wisdom, and understanding goes in this is belongs in the same sentence. It belongs literally in the same verse. So God doesn't see wisdom or understanding as more important than kindness. No, kindness actually came first. He has showered his kindness on us along with wisdom and understanding. 
The Psalm 145 verse 17 says the Lord is righteous in everything he does. He is filled with kindness. Proverbs 31:26. when she speaks, her words are wise and she gives instructions with kindness. And there are so many more verses and the opening verse that I read was Colossians 3 verse 12. Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourself with tender-hearted mercy, kindness and humility. Now as female leaders, there's definitely a perception that females are more emotional and that emotional means weak. And I'd like to bust that myth that just because we're emotional, it doesn't mean we're weak. And for a very long time, it's been a very male-dominated world in terms of leadership, and I by no means wish to bash men. I think it was the norm back then, and it's it, that's also the way men grew up, to know that men are in leadership and not women. And whoever came up with that idea, I mean, what a silly idea to think that men are more important than women, but... Over the last week, I've really heard the message over and over and over and over again. So many different sources, so many different platforms, different people just saying, God says you are worthy. The word worthy has come up so much over the last seven days. I feel I need to reiterate it again because I spoke about that in the podcast last week. When God poured out his heart to say that you are worthy, you are good enough, and that you don't have to worry about not being good enough because if God qualifies you, then no one else can unqualify you. So by his grace, you've been chosen in this leadership role, and you can choose to lead with kindness. You can absolutely choose to lead with kindness, but the problem is That the devil, the enemy, comes and tells us that we have to lead with authority. People have to have respect for us. And the only way that people can have respect for us is that if we force our respect on them or if we have authority over them. And when I was in my very last leadership role, I did find it very tricky to support my leadership team when they had the mindset that, but they meant to respect me. I'm their leader. They don't have any respect for me. And one of the first things that I always said to them or that came to mind was that if we're going to force people or expect of people to respect us, then they don't, then they, they usually don't do it because we're expecting it of them. Whereas if respect is not the expectation, but it's the result of something then why wouldn't we rather do that something? And that something for me was always kindness, leading with kindness. And when I led with kindness, the result of leading with kindness was respect. I didn't have to ask my team to respect me and I didn't have to force authority on them to get them to respect me. But people really struggle with the idea of leading with kindness. And As women of faith in these amazing leadership positions that God has positioned us in, we actually are sitting on an opportunity to change what leadership looks like, not only in your organization. Think about the people you are leading. You get to change their perspective of what leadership looks like. Every single person that was on the leadership team that I led, I hope and pray that they would continue to lead with kindness even after I left. 
I know some of them have left that organization and they're now leading teams elsewhere. Well, my prayer is that they would lead with kindness and that if there's anything that they learned from me, that is, it's to lead with kindness. And something that comes to mind is making mistakes. What is your reaction or what is your leadership team's reaction or the organization's leadership team when somebody in the organization makes a mistake? Do we handle it with kindness? I mean, do we scold them? Do we get upset with them? Do we make them feel ashamed? And what is the emotion that this person's actually leaving with when they leave the office? Are we making them feel that they're not good enough? Are we making them feel as if they're a failure? Are we making them feel as if they don't belong there simply because of a mistake that they made? And the difference with leading with authority and leaving with kindness is that when someone makes a mistake, our reaction about them making that mistake is what's the biggest difference. If you react in a way that makes that person feel ashamed or, again, those things that I mentioned about them leaving and thinking I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, then we didn't lead with kindness. If we lead with kindness, it means that we get to have a conversation with this person and say, okay, we've made this mistake. Let's have a look. Let's have a quick look at what are the repercussions of this mistake. Is it huge? Is it small? Who do we need to contact? What customers are involved? Let's problem solve. Then after you've problem solved and you've you've spoken to everybody that needs to be spoken to, What you then want to do is you want to sit back down with that person and you want to say, okay, let's talk about why this happened and what can we do to ensure that it doesn't happen again. Help them to fail forward and help them to think about their mistake as a stepping stone to building their career, building their ability and building their skill. Because if we start looking at mistakes as building blocks for something in the future, then we literally get to change the trajectories of people's lives. It's the most amazing thing to me that as leaders, we get to be the change. We get to to change people's lives for the better and for the good. But often as leaders, we 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 choose the la- we choose to to do the opposite because that's what society is expecting of us or that's what your line manager is even potentially expecting from you. And I've had some great line managers who have led with kindness. There there was one organization I worked at where I had made a big mistake and we could have actually received a fine because of my mistake. But my line manager led with kindness. She didn't get angry with me. She didn't get upset with me. She followed the process. She said, okay, what do we need to do? Who do we need to contact? And that's what we've done. She didn't scold me. She didn't get upset. Nothing. She just said, okay, who do we need to contact? What do we need to do? Let's fix this. Problem solve. From there, we had a second meeting where she said, okay, let's have a look at why did this happen? And what are we going to do to ensure that this doesn't happen again? Let's get those processes in place. And let's see if you can get somebody else involved that can help you with this as well, because 
sometimes leadership can feel like a bit of a silo. It can feel it can feel lonely. It can feel empty. But leadership is not meant to be that. Uh, leadership is not meant to be lonely. Leadership, you meant to share your trials and tribulations as a leader with either your leadership team or with your line manager. And if you don't have that, well, that's where you need to come and join a network or a group of people who are also in leadership who understand. And so the Women of Faith in Leadership community is exactly that. It's women of faith that are in leadership that sometimes just need to come and say, can you guys pray for me because I've made this mistake at work or I've done this or I've done that and I'm really worried or... Um, so, I mean, you can even join a local networking group. I recently had the opportunity to join a brand new local networking group. And it's intimidating turning up to a networking group where you where you know absolutely no one. But the value of that was that people immediately jumped in when they heard about my business. They immediately jumped in and gave me advice. And one person works in telecommunications and he said to me, well, have you thought about that? Have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? And that is what leadership should be. You should not feel alone. You should be able to share with other people about your leadership journey. If you feel a struggle with leading with kindness, if you feel that it'll be a challenge for you, it'll be a challenge for you to adopt that, well, I'd like to invite you to spend, go on your knees and spend some time with God. Ask Him to help you. Ask Him to help you to lead with kindness. Ask Him to help you to change your reactions because if your natural reaction is to scold a person or to get upset or you've always done it that way because it's it's very difficult if we habitually do something and then all of a sudden we want to change that behavior. So ask God to help you, honestly. Ask him to help you. Every single morning you pray, dear God, give me today my daily bread and today I ask that you help me to change my reaction. I want to lead with kindness. I want to be a kind person. I don't want to react badly if someone's made a mistake. I don't want to get upset and I don't want to get frustrated. I ask you, Lord, that you will help me with emotional regulation because I want to be kind. I am already a kind person, but it needs to flow through my leadership. And that's something that I really struggle with. So leading with kindness is just one of the biggest and the best things you can do for your own leadership, but more so for everyone that you work with, because leading with kindness means that you also build relationship with people, and people will trust you more and connect with you more because they know that you're not going to react in a negative way. You're not going to jump down their throat or be really angry with them for making a mistake. So in, 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 in essence, when you're leading with kindness, you are building up trust, building up connection, and you're building up relationships with your employees. So leading is already very tough. Being a woman is already very tough in leadership, but being a, a woman of faith in leadership is, is thrice as hard because sometimes as leaders, we feel that we can't share our Christianity. We can't share our faith with other people because it's not the time or the place at work. But kindness is one of the ways that you can show Jesus' love to your colleagues, to your employees, to your peers at work, to your leadership team. Because Jesus was kindness. He embodied kindness. And he was kind right through the end. And he was kind 
after he woke up after three days after he was crucified. He embodied kindness. I think one thing that for us as human beings we need to understand is that, you know, when 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 Jesus went into the Garden of Gethsemane, he he said to God, he said, in, I'm saying this in my own words now, but God, if if there's any other way, please please let this go by. Please let this cup pass me by because I'm scared. I don't want to do this. I I knew I know I have to. I know I have to. But please, if it's your will, let this cup pass me by. And he didn't. And Jesus still went through it with it. And it was hard and it was tough. And it must have been it must have been really tough. I think when I first saw the Passion of the Christ movie, I cried my little heart out. I was only a teenager when that movie came out, or maybe in my early 20s. But it really, really shook me to know what Jesus went through on that cross for us. And ever since then, I've not seen my relationship with God the same. I've not seen the bread and the wine as even the same thing. My experience with that is different now, because when I use those elements, I know that God that Jesus gave his life for me. He shed his blood and he gave his body, his broken body for me. And if he can do it and he can embody kindness, then so can I. So can I. And if he can make a difference in in so many people's lives, he touched so many people's lives while he was on earth, then so can I. And so can you. So you've got the opportunity to touch the employees' lives who you are working with now. And I know it is very tough. And somebody commented in the Facebook group about how tough it is to pray for your employees or tough it is to pray for your team because they they give you hell on a daily basis. They're not Christians. They 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 question your every move. They, you know, they do whatever they do that's so just negative. And then yet and yet we are expected to be kind and pray for them. I know it's tough. I know it's tough, but that is what we should be doing. We should pray for them and we should be kind towards them no matter what, no matter how hard it is. And I've had the experience where I was just, I kept on being kind to someone and eventually they came around. It took a while, but eventually they came around and the relationship turned around as well because this person had some issues in their past. And because they had some trust issues in their past, something reminded them of something that I was doing. I can't remember the whole story exactly, but ultimately the relationship was repaired through the the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That's the only reason why. So just in closing, I want to just say that you are worthy. You are worthy. God has called you. You are qualified in God's eyes and therefore no one, no worldly person can unqualify you to do what you are meant to do in your leadership role. God has called you into this leadership role for a reason. And you might go to bed tonight feeling, or you might have gone to bed last night feeling that I don't want to do this anymore. This is not for me. It's just too hard. Go on your knees. Ask the Lord to give you to lead, to help you to lead with kindness and not to give up because that's what Jesus did. He didn't give up. He led with kindness and he saw whatever he is he, calling, he saw it through. And whatever you're going through at the moment as a leader, believe me, it is a stepping stone for, for something bigger that God has for you because God will always use a situation for something bigger and better later on. 
all those tough years, 10 years of, of excruciating pain as a leader, of burnout, of lack of boundary setting, all the pain and all the things that I went through in the 10 years of leadership and in my 20 years of being in the workforce. Those 20 years was a stepping stone for me to, for what I'm doing right now. God called me into the women's ministry in 2017. And here I am so many years later, seven years later, seven years later, I'm sitting on a podcast sharing his word and his message to women of faith in leadership. So all I want to say is God's got a, God's got a calling on your life and he, Whatever you're going through at the moment as a leader might be tough, might be stressful, and you might feel like quitting, but just know that God's got a higher calling and a higher purpose, and this will be a stepping stone for something else that's bigger than what you could have ever imagined. I leave you with Proverbs 31, 26 that reads, when she speaks, her words are wise, and she gives instructions with kindness. I'll close for us in prayer. Dear God, thank you for these amazing women of faith in leadership. Thank you that you have called me to speak to them and to be a vessel so that I can reach them and so that they can ultimately reach whoever they need to reach in their life, God. We're all just vessels. We're all just your instruments, God. And we say that here we are. We Here we are, God. We're here for you. And I want to pray for these amazing women of faith who are in leadership positions that are tough because leadership is tough. It's not an easy ride. But God, you know who you call into leadership because leadership is so, so, so important in this day and age. Leaders have got the opportunity to influence other people. They've got the opportunities to change the direction or the trajectories of people's lives forever. And we all remember that one leader or that one boss or that one line manager that was good and that one that was not so good and the impressions that they made on us. We remember the things that they did that irked us and we remember the things that they did that, that really impressed us. So I want to pray, God, that you'll help each and every woman listening to this podcast, help them to lead with kindness the way that Jesus led with kindness. Help us to be more like Jesus. Help us to remain calm in difficult situations although we know that Jesus was very angry when there was a marketplace in the temple and we understand that we can so relate to that God and you know our hearts you know that we also just want to turn turn over the tables and get angry at our employees when they do silly things but I pray that you'll help us to lead with kindness I pray that you'll help us to remain calm and I pray, God, that we would always remember when we're in tough situations, what would Jesus have done? And, you know, sometimes we just want to react the way we want to react. We want to be human beings and we'll react in the incorrect way. But I pray, God, for every single woman here that you would touch their lives and help them to lead with kindness on a daily basis. Show them what it means to lead with kindness where there are women leading with authority that's got a negative connotation to it, or where there are women who are expecting their employees to respect them and they want to lead with authority so that their team can, can respect them. I pray that you would 
break open for them that leading with kindness will have the result of gaining respect versus leading with authority that will just push people away. And I pray, God, that where we still need to follow policies and procedures or SOPs where we need to performance manage people because they're just not bringing up the mass, God, you know that that still needs to happen, but we pray that you will help us and you will help each and every woman to continue to lead with kindness no matter what the situation is. Help them to be memorable to each and every employee as a kind leader, as a leader who cares for them, who cares for their family and who cares about their personal life. I pray, God, that for wisdom for each and every woman listening to this podcast episode, Lord, and for everyone else who doesn't listen to this podcast episode but who has listened to the one or any of the other episodes, give them wisdom in their everyday leadership jobs. And calling because I believe leadership is a calling and some people step into leadership roles and they really should not have been there but I pray for each and every woman that's listening here God you have called them into leadership and you know you know God the higher calling that you have for them as a result of this leadership journey that they're on at the moment thank you God that you are so good thank you God that you call us to be worthy Thank you, God, that you qualify us and not the world. Thank you that you qualify us and not our family. Thank you that you qualify us and not our friends. You say, God, you are enough. You are worthy and you are my child. And I've called you into a greater calling. Thank you, God, for this message. Thank you that you, the Holy Spirit, that you are here. And may you, Holy Spirit, for each and every person listening to this podcast today, may they be blessed, or whether they listen to it tomorrow or in a week or in a month or even in a year. I pray that you would bless them. I pray that you would give them courage to lead with kindness. I pray this in your mighty name. Amen. Well, there we go. Another amazing, amazing download from God. He's so amazing. Thank you very much and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode and if you haven't done so yet, please join the Facebook group. You can go to womenoffaithinleadership.com and click on the link or you can go to Facebook, search Women of Faith in Leadership Community and you can and you can submit your request to join there. I look forward to seeing you in the community. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a review. Your feedback means the world to me and lights me up every single time when I read it. And it makes me want to keep going. So please leave a review and your review will also help other Christian women in leadership find the answers they are looking for. So whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the review section and leave that review. Then head over to womenoffaithinleadership.com and join our free Facebook community and I look forward to engaging with you there.